Hello and welcome to Pardon Me, Alex. The only, 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 only lumberjack basketball podcast. The only one. And we come to you live from my sunroom on a very rainy, cold, not a very not sunny day, shitty day, right? <laughs> but it's also a great day because it is the day of birth of my partner in crime. <laughs> She's 21 again, for those who are asking. that That's all you need to know about. Can't health. tell you how many times. Mm. Sorry. 21. Classified. I'm going to be like Mariah Carey, where like no one knows my exact age. I think that's the best way that. to play it. That's the best way to play it. Like, who knows? It's a crapshoot. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get started. All right, we're in. I just chugged the rest of my ginger ale because I had a hell of a night last night. It's been a busy weekend, in case y'all are wondering. Uh, I feel like every time we do this, ep- we do episodes this season. We've just been so busy, busier than normal. Yeah, and that's what it feels like. I feel like the holidays snuck mm-hmm. up so quick this year. I'm not prepared. Oh, they did. They did. I mean, at it, all. Like today, snuck up on me. Like last night, we were at. Um, our bosses, I guess you can call her boss, boss's house for our knack brew club slash brewery Christmas party. And, uh, man. Yeah. Jacqueline is all, she's all dressed up and she's been awake for who knows how long my ass woke up at like 10 30. I'm not even dressed yet. I still have my sweater on for today's game. Like, and, and birthday pregame activities haven't even, haven't even gotten dressed yet. So we're going to try and, Make this a quick podcast, quick episode, and then that way we can go and carry on with our day. Yeah, because I haven't even started to enjoy my birthday yet because I've just been doing all sorts of work and admin and everything else, car maintenance, all these adult things that like I just really didn't want to do on my birthday. On your birthday, and it's rainy and cold and gross. I don't have time because I got so many other things I got to do this week before Christmas. So Facts. Had to be done. Facts. All of these things are facts. Anyway, so let's just dive right into our normal. Again, we had a busy weekend. That's all you need to know. I have been chugging my Lanta. So again, that's all you need to know about how our night was last night. Jacqueline always has it right. She always skedaddles right at the right time. So that way she's not feeling like dick in the morning. But I I know I don't learn my lesson ever. I am the worst. I am my own worst enemy and I do it to myself. Anyway, cheers to all the water I'm drinking. I'm drinking water too for now because cheers. Gotta hydrate before I start drinking later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So hop into it. Saturday, we played Furman University mm-hmm. in Greenville, South Carolina. We have never played them before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are a private liberal arts four year university founded in 1826 and named for the clergyman Richard Furman. It's the oldest private institution of higher learning in South Carolina. Um, They're very small. Their enrollment uh, for last year was 2,341. Interesting. Very small. Very small. See, now I didn't know that. Like whenever I was telling other people about this game on Saturday, they're asking us or someone asked me like, oh, are they about the same size as a Faye? And I honestly, I had no idea. I didn't know. I was like, yeah, I mean, sure they are. Because they're, you know, they're a mid-major team. Um, But I was wrong. Yeah, they're, they're very not. small. Very, very small. Very interesting. Um, but 
nonetheless a very good good mid-major team so obviously we know that based off of how this game went so uh going into the next little section here we talk about the wax standings as of the current day which is december the 19th in our lord savior 2022 year okay so we went back down again. We dropped a little bit again uh, because of this game. Um, currently, we're at six and five, and uh, we got a bunch of people ahead of us: Sam Houston, Seattle, Hugh, Southern Utah, Grand Canyon, UTG, UT, RGV. It's always a mouthful. Uh, California Baptist, Utah Valley, New Mexico State, Abilene Christian, then us: Utah Tech, Tarleton, UTA. So we are four from the bottom. Um, so again. A lot of the teams aren't like killing it on it. I mean, there's, I mean, everybody's lost a couple games. I mean, and there's a couple teams that have played um, more games than us. So just again, keep these things in mind. We're all trying to get through this preseason or pre-conference together. Hopefully by the time conference hits, we'll have players back. We'll have people um, back suited up and it won't be tough goings. Happy birthday, Jax, from oh, thanks, Kyle. Sir Kyle McDonald. And then give me credit for posting it. I know you did. You already wished me happy birthday on Twitter. And I have been trying to keep up, but, yeah, there's been a lot of posts and tags and comments. So thank you, everyone, for who's posted anything, whatever. But uh, <laughs> if I haven't responded, I just have been, I've been busy. I haven't even started enjoying my birthday yet. So, yeah, she will get to you. Too many admin items. I will thank you later. Yeah, and um, Kyle's right. Uh, it's the Alcorn State and Northwestern State games that kill that resume seating system. Is that right? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, no, yeah, because the the how it's how it's listed on these wax standings is not necessarily how it'll be seated because of that new seating system yeah. for this year. And so games like that are the games that are they're going to kill our seating system and kill where we're at seating wise. Um, Not helpful. Yeah. So oh, thanks Maria. Maria, happy birthday. Kyle. What did Kyle say? Oh, see, this is why I knew my glasses, but they, negative uh, 0.73 and negative 6.3. Yeah. Those are brutal. Uh, yeah. I don't. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So those are the wax standings, and we'll talk more about the seating system later. And I know Kyle did a great little uh, episode slash blog and exp explanation of the new seating system too. Oh, okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. So um, because it's confusing, it's also irritating. Anyway, because it is confusing, <laughs> and the way that they changed it going into this season when they could have just waited and done it next season after people have already scheduled their game. Anyway, that's my, that's my two cents, but would have been helpful. Would have been All helpful right. for us. And yeah, well, but here we are. Okay. Okay. So starters for this game, uh, our usual trail, Nigel, Day Day, Nana and Rati. Uh, so we did lose 72 to 70. Uh, the attendance was 4,117, which is pretty decent uh, for a... It is game. dumb. I agree, Maria. I agree. Uh, I mean, yeah. winter break game, whatever. Mm -hmm. well, whatever yeah, year. It was a decent... Yeah, it right. looked like a decent crowd um, in in that stadium, Yeah, wherever they were at in Furman. I'm assuming at Furman College. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think they were hosting the tournament. Yeah. So yeah, it looked like a really good turnout actually, especially you know, especially because it is Christmas time. And so um, but there were a lot of really good teams playing in this little one day tournament yeah. too. I think it was like Clemson, Clemson and South yeah. South Carolina and a few other a few other schools that are very uh very good power five and mid major schools. So I was very well attended, I think. And uh I think a couple of the uh, coaches and players said that it was a really nice facility and all of those things. So that's awesome. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, so I was watching here. Jacqueline was watching over at her parents' house with her father and her mom. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, the, the field of 68 did the broadcast and they did a really good job. There was just a few flubs, I think on their end, but it was their first one. But yeah, we have a few complaints that we'll, we'll air out in the grievances. Cause yeah. I, I have a few, I know we have the same ones, but yeah got some for some sure prime content uh commentary from the man himself on some of those things it's really oh funny. richard oh richard okay kill- okay anyway yeah all right. moving on <laughs> sean kennedy stat section uh mm-hmm. so i will say i did these this morning and really our stats didn't look that bad or they're not horrible and also not worse than Furman's, but anywho mm-hmm. here we go that's true uh field goal percentage is 41.4 Let's see, theirs was... I was like, I have it pulled up to 52.2. All right, much better. But um, Yeah, but their three-point percentage blew. Our three-point percentage was 40%. Theirs was 28.6. Yeah, like we killed them in the threes there. In the uh, I will say their... Okay, it, it was... Their free throw percentage was damn near 100%. Like, every mm-hmm. time they got a free throw down, it's like... Are they going to make all of them? Like, they're going to make every single It literally felt like that. It felt like that. Um, yeah. They only missed three. Total. 18 for 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our free throw percentage was 60.9%. Not the best. Uh, mm-hmm. So, also, our points in the paint and our points off turnovers were the same as the Law Tech game, which was funny. Um, that is funny. Points in the paint was 28. Points off turnovers was 20. Uh, our second chance points was only six. Yeah. Our fast break points was only seven. Our bench points were 23. Uh, total rebounds, we had 30, 14 offensive, and 16 defensive. Uh, we had 18 fouls. Mm. They had 21, which that does not seem like they had more than us. But again, I know. Again, we got less players to spread those fouls around. Um, we only had 13 turnovers. I was shocked as shit Me too. I saw that. Me too. But That's a really low turnover. But Staff gonna, for us, but yeah, but I'm going to say so we uh, we played horribly the first half. Oh, uh, which we'll get to. Yeah, but it really wasn't even necessarily turnovers. We just couldn't make a basket. We couldn't make anything. And then the second half we played tremendously. So yeah, oh, absolutely, that's actually not that surprising that our turnovers were that low. That's one of the better ones we've had this season. And we and and they had 19. So we yeah. so definitely we killed them on the turnovers. Yeah, yeah, love that. Uh. On let's see, we had eleven steals, one block. Uh, the lead changed four times. Our game leaders were we had Trill at a high point with twenty-one points, six assists, one steal. Uh, we had AJ with eighteen points, two rebounds, four assists, three steals, mm-hmm. and Nigel had thirteen points, four rebounds, and one steal. Yeah, and and I just want to say that their steals they only had five. That was it. Yeah, like, it wasn't know. like they were playing in the first half. Yes. You know what I mean? But we'll let me let me just put a pin in that. We'll, we'll get to yeah. that. We'll get to that. 
Um, okay, so moving on to our players of the game. So Jacqueline and I both agreed that AJ, again, is definitely front runner for player of the game. Obviously, uh, Trell would be my second in line yeah. because of his because of his high point and things like that, and he really turned it on. Uh, they all turned it on in the second half. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, definitely AJ, player of the game for sure. Again, he's killing it. Yeah, he's I got killing lots, it. I got lots of good notes on him, but, yeah, he played tremendously. Yeah. Um Hey Rick, thanks for the birthday wishes. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's just go into our go into your strengths. I know you I know you have some. Treat. So um I'll just I'll start off with my with one of mine. Obviously the the main one for me is the fact that we did not give up. Uh any any other not any other team, but there are some teams out there that man, they they would take that ass kicking in the first half, go in and then just and just lay down and die. Yeah. You know, um, but we didn't. We came back out into the second half and we started coming on strong, clawed and battled and basically fought the entire second half to come back from a 22 point deficit. 24, going, actually going into the half. Well, be, when we came out of the half, we let them score. So we ended up coming. That's true. Coming a 24 point deficit. That's half. yes. OK. So, Te- yes, true. Coming out of halftime, I was not super confident that we were going to fight our way back in because like I said, literally very first possession, they get a backdoor like dunk and I'm like, Mm, all right, that's, that's a good point. We're done. This is it. I don't, I don't know why we didn't show up today, but we didn't show up today. This is it. It's going to get so much worse. And Mm -hmm. then, Mm -hmm. and it didn't, we went on a 15 0 run and ended up overcoming the 24 point deficit had a few different times that we led the game. I mean, um, to going from being outscored 44 to 22 in the first half and then in the second half outscoring them 48-28. It's that is I mean, what a huge turnaround that is. I mean, again, a lot of teams would have just taken the ass kicking in the first half and then just said, "You know what? Chalk it up, not our game, not our day," you know, and just laid down and died. But we didn't. We didn't. We just clawed and scratched and battled all the way back to tying the game up. And even didn't we go ahead for like a minute there? Like, yeah. by, like by two points or something for a little while? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, the league changed four times. Exactly. So we, so we, we, a couple of times. we did lead a couple of times. And I just could not be more proud of they, they showed zero quit. None. Yeah. And yeah, did it stink to not win the game when we came so close to beating them? Absolutely. Tip of the cap, this isn't even a, a grievance. It's more of just a tip of the cap to Furman and how well they played. And they didn't give up either. They kept yeah. charging. They kept coming. And, I mean, my God, two words for y'all. Two words for y'all, like Mike Boswell or Michael. Bosworth. Bosworth. Yeah. Bo- is it Bosworth? It, Bothwell. 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 Okay, okay. whatever. Whatever. He scored 36 points. I mean – he played 38 minutes, scored 36 points. He almost had a minute or a point per minute, pretty much. I mean, 11 out of 11 free throws. He was 12 out of 14 with his field goals. He made one three. He tried for another, but didn't make it. I mean, he he had uh, – his stats were crazy. I mean, didn't have any blocks or steals. Um, he had three rebounds, three assists, but still, I don't give a shit. He scored 36 points. I mean, that's a, lot. that's a lot of points. I mean, they had five bench points total. They had 34 points in the paint. They had 14 uh, points off turnovers. And, I mean, again, 
tip of the cap to Furman and and to end the game on a basically a buzzer beater layup by by Bothwell. He's just insane. He's yeah. he's just insane player. So again, if if that's how we're gonna lose the game, it could have been worse. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we could have been absolutely steamrolled, like we were in the first half. Yeah, and then just laid down and died, and then got absolutely our asses handed to us in the second half again. Um, but we did it. We did it. We came back, and that just shows the the fight and the grit and the tenacity and all those words that we use all the time. Um, for this team, they just didn't quit and they didn't stop. And I'm just very proud of them. Yeah. I was so, so proud uh, of how well they did the second half. Um, Does it suck to lose? Didn't, Absolutely. Yeah. Didn't sure. get the dub on the schedule, but no, that, that was a dub for me. Cause that's going to be a huge Agreed. Uh, building point. I think for them moving forward that they fought back in like that. So now it's like, they know that they can. Um, they they can hang with anyone. Yeah. I mean, they played Law Tech with seven dudes and won. Uh, they went up against a really good Furman team with, again, how many dudes did we play? Seven, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, really? eight, nine. Okay. Or nine. Nine, because Derek was back. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Uh, but still, but still, I mean, but he only played – he played 14 – Navy all played four. I mean, again, Kyle only played 11. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I uh, don't know what happened there. But um, – and then halfway through the game, basically, Rati came out of the game because he could No, more than that because he only played seven minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Earlier seven minutes. Yeah, he, so he came out very early in the first yeah. half because um, he just – I guess he couldn't, I, couldn't do it anymore. Uh, yeah, I think he's either re-injured or not healed up. Yeah, something happened for sure. Um, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my major strength of this game is is gonna be how we clawed and fought our way back. And couldn't be more proud of them. There's other strengths of the game. Most of them obviously are gonna come out of the second half. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, uh, it's 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 hard to take the L, but if we were gonna take an L, I'm going to take it on the buzzer beater basically by Bothwell and, and take it on the chin and, and move on. Um, let me see if I had anything else written down. Go ahead, Jacqueline, while I look. Um, my notes. So j- uh, just to elaborate a little bit more on the, on the comeback that we made. So in the first half, we only made one three pointer. And then in the second half, we made two within the first minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really came back out uh, ready to go. Um, I did like the, uh-huh. So the commentators were, you know, I mean, they were they were good because they were ESPN uh, guys or whatever. I get or not ESPN, mm-hmm. but they're like they're, I mean, they're like professional. Animals. They're basketball guys, um, yeah, for sure. Like, but one thing that they said that I really appreciated is they were like, like during the first half and we're doing terribly. They were like, if you look at their bench, you would never know what the score is. Like, you would never look at their mm-hmm. bench and be like, oh, they're losing terribly. No one's involved anymore because. They were all, standing all the guys the were time. still very engaged, standing mm-hmm. up, cheering. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Love to see that because it, it does help, um, especially right now when we're as mm-hmm. short, short-handed as we are with injuries, and it's it's easy to get easily frustrated and feel defeated and have that <clears throat> translate on the floor. So having them uh, agree that is great. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like a, I guess it's a strength and a grievance all in one, but. I'm so happy to have 
seeing Derek back in there, but I can just still tell he's not at a hundred percent and I hate that. So, um, I feel yeah. like he's still not completely healed up. <coughs> yeah. You can tell he's just not, he's just not moving. That's a good point. And playing the same. So that sucks. I, it does suck. I mean, I'm glad that we do have another body in there, but I don't think that he needs to be in as much as. Yeah. And I don't want him pushing it too hard. If he's right. Not. I mean, right. we have him come in for a few minutes to give somebody else a break if need be, you know what I mean? Just to give someone who's starting, um, and who is at a hundred percent, like, you know, like trail or somebody a little bit of a break and then bring him out. And again, he only played what, what I say? 14 minutes. Yeah. 14 mm -hmm. minutes, which, and he scored, he shot a free throw. Okay. I was like, one point. Oh, was that? Yeah. Free throw. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do love, uh, seeing more from Nana. There was a nice little, uh, alley-oop. That was beautiful. We don't do those very often. I wish we did more. Um, I love to see yeah. that from from Trell to Nana. That was a great assist and a great bucket. Good passing there. Um, we tried to do it a couple times a few games back, and it just went out of bounds and wasn't. It just didn't. It wasn't yeah. coordinated correctly or you know right. Um, yeah, it just came out of the half. Just a totally different team. Like Jacqueline said, like the entire bench was standing up the entire time in the second half and cheering and 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 basically being coaches from the bench, which you love to see. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I, I that was pretty much it for my my strengths. Um, so, well, this is, and this is just general programming note, but um, I love so much watching a game with my dad. Because <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. His commentary is just hilarious. Y'all are going to get a lot of it in the grievances section, but it's, it's great. And, hmm. um, you know, whenever Alex and I sit together at a game in person, generally my dad and I are texting back and forth, uh, during dead balls or timeouts because we, we like sitting behind the bench. Dad has this little seat, so we do not sit together, but it's like, we got to have a constant conversation going on mm -hmm. about everything. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was mm -hmm. so fun. Uh, to brag more on AJ, y'all, he is so good. He's really so, good. so good. And really every game, good. he just impresses me more. And like dad and I were talking about him so much during the game. And like Day Day is dad's favorite player, but I think AJ's like got a new number one fan mm. um, out of my dad because mm -hmm. uh, he just couldn't stop. I mean, like you cannot stop him. You cannot. And I have, I have a grievance that is something that I, we wish would have been done that goes on how good AJ is. But mm. listen, when he came in in the first half, he came right in, immediately took a charge, the first possession. Then the next possession made a three. Then the next possession, he forced a five second call. I'm like, mm. holy shit. Like he just dominated three possessions in a row right off the bench, mm -hmm. right as soon as he came in. No one can stop him. If you give him the ball, he is so fast. And so good at the ball, no one can stop him. Nobody can. Um, he's yeah. he's so good. Why he's not starting is beyond me. We were confused about that as well. Okay, understood. All right. um, yeah. Okay, my my last little good note um, is I, I have to mention a good a good note on on our boy Davion. Um, oh, sweet so Davion whenever boy. and yeah. listen, I mean, he, you know, he's on the fence if he's going to redshirt or whatever. We don't know. Um, brand new freshman. Yeah. Uh, has not gotten hardly any playing time. Um, and this is obviously a game we're losing terribly. Right. Uh, and they put him in, like, maybe the first or second possession. We almost have a turnover because Trail gets, uh, like, double, triple teamed. Not only did he not panic on our almost turnover, 
but he was watching and cut back door for trail to give him a pass and make a bucket. Um, and then a few possessions. And I'm like, that's amazing. Like he's not only not freaking out, but he's like looking, anticipating and creating a bucket out of nowhere. Um, he also even lost his shoe on one possession and <laughs> on a defensive possession, got the shoe, put it back on, didn't miss a beat, kept going. Um, so proud of you, Davion. I think that's all the, all the feats of strength. <laughs> we got some grievances, but listen, some of, most of mine are like general programming notes, not necessarily for the guys. Oh yeah. Like mine are, there's a few that are like game related, but there's also most of them are, are have to do with just general. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. programming things. Let me pull up the uh, grievance. All right. One second. All right, here we go. This begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. You. All right. So grievances, boy, oh boy. Um, huh. Obviously, the first half was, I mean, I'm not going to mince words. It was, it was pretty dog shitty. Like, it, was, it was complete dog shit. And listen, dog, I will say. Dog shit. Okay, so this is not a grievance as in I disagree with it. I just hate because it had to be done. But mm -hmm. I hate that we got ourselves to this spot. We used up all of our timeouts with five minutes left in the first half. Yeah, that was, I was like, not ideal at all. And I... Never seen this happen in my entire life. And Me I'm neither. Not, I, I, I'm not disagreeing. It had to be done. I mean, they had to be used. Had to be. But done. holy it shit, stunk that sucks. It sucks. But at the same time, Furman also used almost all of their timeouts. Not in the first half. In the second half. In yeah. the second half, but like Thanks. very early in the second half. So by the time we were like towards the end of the second, nobody had timeouts. Yeah, because they went nobody. the second half with all of their timeouts. Yeah, and then used them all up. And used them all up very early in the um, second because we came on and started playing well. And so they started freaking out like, well, what the shit? And so they took all their timeouts really early in the game. But still, to go into the second half with no timeouts on the board and not, make that comeback. Not where you want to be, but that's where we wild, were. Wild, but also not great. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about the camera angles for a Okay. Dad was about to lose his mind. Camera angles were because he's like, we don't want to see the bench. Stop showing us the bench when the game's happening. Like we don't care about seeing who's sitting on the bench. And then the stupid <laughs> shots above the bucket, like yeah, you couldn't see anything and behind then, the bucket. And then it sucked on the few times that they um, went back for a review because the cam the camera angles were so shitty that like you couldn't tell. Like there was one in the first half where they shot a three and they went back to review to see mm -hmm, if his mm -hmm. foot was on the line. Well, the angle they were from, like, you really couldn't tell. Um, and the referees aren't going to change the call unless it's completely inconclusive that it's whatever. And so it's like you, could, you couldn't see it. And then the second half on Nigel's release for that bank three-pointer, mm. the defender's hand was, like, in the way. And so the angle they were showing, it's like maybe he made it in time. Maybe he didn't get it off in time. Right. I don't know. Because the other dude's hands in the way. It was just 
stupid. Like we and don't want to we yeah. don't want to see underneath the basket and we don't want to see the bench. We want to see the floor. No, and there were some like baseline angles too they were going for. And I'm like, I don't like we're just not used to those angles. And well, so I'm when like, you're giving us those, like it's hard to pay it. I just don't know what's going on. Like, are you trying to be Quentin Tarantino? Like, we're not making a movie. We want to see the game. Like, tr- stop trying to be artsy with it. What are you doing? Like, oh. we just we just need the basic shit. We just want to see the floor. That's oh all. god. I have many comments about people being too artsy and being too uh Trying to do too yeah. much. Trying to trying do to too do the most. Um, trying to do the most. So another little programming note I had, and I don't know if you noticed this, but so on this on the screen at the bottom of the screen where they had this the scores, mm-hmm. they and the box to the right is where they had the shot clock, but you could barely you see, can't it see it. It was because it was black. The box was black, and then the shot, shot clock, clock numbers was red. red mm-hmm. It wasn't enough of a contrast, and so we were literally sitting there watching it, and Dad's like, why do they not have the shot clock up on the screen? And I'm like, they do, you just can't see it. Like, I agree. I didn't even know that there was on the screen until the second half. I because was going to to try to read it. Yeah. So I could, like, announce it yeah. to us what the shot clock was at. It wasn't until we I got up and went and stood near the TV when it was getting closer to the end of the second half, and we were tying it up, and they were going ahead, then we went ahead, and all the back and forth stuff. And I was like, oh, shit, there is a shot clock. I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice it, sitting in my, you know. It was useless. It was pointless. It made sense. no sense. Yeah. Um, I will say the announcers messed up our name the entire game. Oh, more that than once. That poor dude kept saying Stephen A. I think maybe he, well, mm-hmm. all I can think of is like he has Stephen A. Smith in his head. And that's why he kept saying Stephen A. Uh, there's he a- kept saying Stephen A. And then he'd be like, oh, Stephen, oh, Stephen A. Or the other guy would correct him. Yeah. I'm like you're looking at it on the screen, man. It's oh. literally in front of you on the fucking game notes, and it's on the screen, and it's on the. Sh- I mean, like, how do you how, how do you mess that up? That I mean, I'll give you one. I'll give you one flub. Give you the one, but you just kept doing it. I'm like, oh my god. It was multiple times, okay. and his voice started getting really annoying to me. Well, I didn't need to see him stuff in his face with that big piece of fried chicken for 20 minutes, but I digress. That's, that's we got more important uh, grievances than that. So. so <sighs> We have a few officiating grievances oh, I wrote- from Richard, which we all know he does not complain for nothing. So here we go. I- <laughs> so first of all, okay, my God. Okay, so his first complaint. We have was- a happy birthday, Jacqueline. Real oh, fast thanks, from Rev. Rev. Yeah. Uh, so the ref who had the huge pot belly, he's like, listen, if you're gonna be officiating this caliber of game at this level. Like you need to be in a little bit better shape than that. This dude can barely make it on the floor. Damn. Like if you're officiating D one men's basketball, you gotta at least be able to make it down the court. This dude was literally running from like top of the key to top of the key because that's the farthest he could go. <laughs> and then like he couldn't even have his pants around his waistline because he had to like you know wear them way down. And Dad's like he can't call anything because he's too worried his pants are about to fall off. <laughs> If he does the fall right down. So let's see. <laughs> then when when Chal uh, got when Chal got knocked down and there was no whistle, none, no yes, whistle. Comment verbatim was: "This game hasn't been super officiated." Then they didn't call the lane violation when Nigel was shooting the free throw, and Dad's nope. like, "You just not gonna call the lane violation?" Like the ref was literally passing the ball to Nigel to shoot, and this dummy on their team is like at the top of the line up and goes into the lane to move down over our player to the last, the spot next to the bucket. Mm-hmm. Didn't call anything. Mm-hmm. Didn't call anything at all. Um, and then mm-hmm. 
on Nigel's dunk, listen, I know that he chinned up. I know that that's like against the rules in the rule book, but here's the thing. That's the kind of call that it does. It does nothing to the game. It doesn't affect anyone. It doesn't hurt anyone. So it's very much like up to the jurisdiction of the referees calling the game, if they want to call that or not. And literally dad was like, that's just the pissiest call in the world to make. Like I, I, it's not necessary. I, agree. I, I call From it dog shit. A referee's mouth. He's like, there, you just don't even have to call it. Like, you don't. you don't, it's not something that must be called. Like you're really just trying to be a dick. If you call that, I, it, it and was even, dog shit even the announcers were like, let him play. They've made a 24 point comeback. Like let the kid live. It's not a big deal. No one was hurt. It doesn't affect the game. It wasn't like he was taunting. It wasn't like he was, you know, no. uh, being a douche with it. He just went up with it, chin up and came down. And it honestly, wasn't like he was on there hanging and swinging for 20 minutes. Right. And in the fine print, it does say that they can hang onto the rim as long as they need to, to like, Make sure nobody's but make them. sure no one's below yeah. them and yeah. to land safely. Correct. And like, I'm sorry, but when you're coming in for a dunk with that much speed and gusto, like I feel like the momentum's kind of gonna swing you to where that's a natural like motion anyway. I don't yeah. think it was like a premeditated, purposeful thing, but I mean and no, never mind. Do, just yeah. like barely dunk it and then let go of the rim. Yeah. And fall on your ass. I don't understand really. Yeah, well, for sure. And I mean, I know, never mind that if, you know, a few, I would not even know how many possessions earlier when they came in and totally dunked and like basically almost sat on Day Day's shoulders or whatever it was. And then he came and then slot, you know, uh, what was it? What's his last name? Slauson? I don't even know what his last name is. Uh, Slauson came down and basically like dead stared Day Day. Yeah, that's exactly what the play that I was going to reference when you said that it wasn't taunting because that was taunting. Because that was taunting. And zero call. Zero like, okay, I, I mean, I, I love the dead stare. I love the competitive edge and in, in nature to games like that. But that was a but little if you're going to call one thing, then you got to call the other. Exactly. You got to call. Or at least, like, give him a little warning. Where right. You're like, hey. Right. 100%. Yeah. Again, I don't mind competition. I don't mind people getting sassy and each other or whatever. But at the same time, like, the, the referees need to make sure that they're having control of the game so that it's not getting out of hand. Yeah. And doing and allowing things like that will just allow other things to happen down the line yes, that could be dangerous. That's a precedent. It does. Sometimes a very dangerous one because, and yeah. And I'm glad you have all these notes about officiating. I literally just wrote poorly officiated game. Wow. Because there were just a lot of bad, the dog shit tech on, on, on Nigel. There was all the things you just mentioned, missing calls, uh, the lane violation. I mean, no, never mind that freaking trail got, nailed zero call i mean and it was just uh and the fact that richard parton the the most chill not chill but like the most the 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 guy who will never comment on officiating unless it's egregious has that many comments about the officiating a lot shows you how bad it was well and then there was one point where the other team's coach richie or whatever his name is was griping to the refs when he actually got the call and it was towards the end of the game mm, where it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was going to push them towards the win. And so I was so frustrated. I'm like, why are you bitching? Like you got the call, sit down. And yeah. dad's like, well, he's complaining because the guy at, it was like something in the lane and the ref, like all the way at half court had to call it. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably because the other dude couldn't make it down the floor. That's facts. 
So what did so, dad say about that final? Because I, I mean, I know a lot of people were saying that they didn't see anybody call a timeout. And when they did a replay, there was a, there was a Furman player standing above the ball and did this motion. It was a very quick motion. I saw it, but a lot of people said that they didn't. Did you see it? Well, Dad said he didn't hear anyone call it. Nobody, nobody, yeah, nobody they, said anything. They didn't play it back, and so uh, I couldn't really tell. Okay. And when I watched it back, I wasn't really looking. Gotcha. For that one. Yeah. yeah, okay. Nobody called it verbally. It was a hand motion. But I believe they did. I mean, and I believe they did, too. And everybody was like, well, I didn't see the timeout. So then what did Dad think about uh, would it would have made more sense for you know, us to call the timeout, even though we didn't have any timeouts and get the tech and then get the ball back. I don't think so. Okay. Cause uh, someone else made that comment about mm-hmm. how it would have been probably smarter for us to call the, the timeout, get the tech and then get possession of the ball back. No, because no, it they, wouldn't make sense. Well, we wouldn't get the ball. Yeah. After the shot, they would get the ball because that classification of technical uh, the other team gets the one shot, but then the ball goes back into play as it was. Mm-hmm. So since they were the ones with the ball, they would have gotten the ball back. So it wouldn't have helped us any. It would have given yeah. them a shot and given them the ball back. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's what I figured. And that's why I wanted to mention that just because I saw yeah. a couple of people post about that. And then I was like, and they've changed mm-hmm. that. It used to be different. Cause I think, yeah. um, I think it used to be, you would get the shots and then you would get the ball, but mm-hmm. uh because dad said that's different from the last time that he repped. So, mm, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. All right. So, um, other couple just random notes before we move on to the last part here. Um, I was just, I was, I guess, my other question too, and obviously, it's just a you know a, a thought a, or a comment is it was just kind of weird that they were having Trell be point guard. And not AJ. That's one of my main notes. I'm sorry. This is this is my hot take and my opinion. Yeah. No one's asking me to coach, but I'm just letting y'all know what I would do. (laughs) I would not have (laughs) my three point shooter bringing the ball down. Right. Ever. Um, I wouldn't. Especially not when we have AJ, who's a wonderfully talented ball handler. Um, I just wouldn't do it. It didn't make sense to me. Mm. I don't understand. I'm sure there was a reason for it. I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was, or it wouldn't have been done. But it's it doesn't make sense to me. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like we, we don't know, we don't know what goes on in the coaching meetings and or why things happen the way they happen during the course of a game on a bench. We hear things, we see things, but we don't hear and see the full story. Right. So this is we, our outside perspective yeah. of what we would have done. Yeah. It just, it was just kind of a weird <laughs> moment where multi, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of moments where, where trail was taking the ball down as point. And I was just like, what are we doing? Why is he doing that and not an AJ? Like AJ should be, AJ should be starting. A especially if Rati is injured and not playing 100 percent because of an injury, then he needs yeah. to just be 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 resting and get better for for conference play that begins here within the next week or so mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of December. And we need to have AJ in there. I agree. And yeah. so this was my note that was like agreements, but really like a good note on AJ is <coughs> what towards the end of the game, when we were back in it and we were just like really trying to get back in there, mm-hmm. dad's like, why doesn't he just move <coughs> everyone over on offense to one side and let AJ just take it? He's like, they're crowned up the floor and he couldn't, he couldn't drive in. 
because the way the offense was set and he was like, everyone just needs to scoot over and let him just take it because he's so fast. No one can stop him. Every time that he took it in, he, he either scored or got and fouled. or got fouled. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. dad was like, just move everybody over and let him just take it. Like, let him just go. Uh, That's fair. Yeah, he was cracking me up. He was like, he needs to just scoot the offense over and tell AJ, just put your head down and go in there. And just drive the basket. Just drive the basket every yeah. time. Yeah, I agree. It was working. I agree. Um, yeah. So this is a grievance more of just I feel bad for him. I'm not I'm not mad about it. Um, but, man, I felt so bad for Day-Day the first half because he mm. was just not hitting anything. Oh, I know. I mean, he missed so many close-up shots that he does not miss. No. Ever. Ever. And, and the ball was just literally like, almost like there was a lid on our basket. You know what I mean? Like so, a cover. It just would kept popping over. Yeah. And yeah. I felt so bad for him because on about the third one, I mean, mm-hmm. he just went like this and like put his head down. I like, know. Oh, I hate that because he, I mean, he was heart. working so hard and mm-hmm. he always makes those shots and they just weren't falling. No. Um, at all. So, uh, man, I felt bad for him. Uh, so, okay. Some of these passes that they were given Nana on the lane. Not great. I'm like, y'all, y'all can't give him that pass and expect a score. Yeah. I mean, that, that's where I would say the majority of his turn, turnovers were probably because of those passes. Um, he had, Three. So I mean, there were first of all, there were several where they overthrew it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I know he's tall, but he ain't that tall. I don't know who you think you're passing to. <laughs> and then I mean there was even there was even one that AJ did yeah, where I mean. he drove in and he should have just shot it. And then he tries to give a little like scoop lob pass to Nana. And dad's like, you cannot give a seven footer a little lob pass like that in the lane and expect him to catch it. Like it's not going to work. Right. Facts. If you're yeah. that close, you need to just shoot. Don't be, tr- don't be trying to do that because it, uh, there's too big of a height discrepancy there. And like, even with Nano's long arms, like he can't reach out and get that. The defender's going to swat it right away, which is what happened. I was like, y'all can't keep giving him these passes. Oh, I'm just, so and it's it, my thing is, is if, if you're not practicing these plays or practicing these all the time, um, I, I'm, I just don't like it when we try to get fancy and then that's when shit happens and turnovers occur. Like when people try to get fancy when they're bringing the ball down in point, I'm like, quit trying to be fancy when you're one V one and you're trying to, you know, dribble the ball and like be all fancy with it and like do all these things. I'm like, you're gonna get it turned over. Happened a lot, not only in this game, but also at the law tech game. And I was like, just stop, just bring the ball down, bring the ball in and start passing it around the key and start, you know, making the play happen. It's just when, when you're too fancy and trying to be like NBA with it, it's just, it's not going to work. Like nine times out of the 10, it's probably just not going to work. Yeah. And my last grievance, which this is one that dad was harping on because they, they were playing some tough defense and they were trying to double and triple team us. And there were multiple times mm. that whoever had the ball picked it up and got stuck. And then everyone else is just standing there. And dad's like, come to the ball. Like, yeah. what are you doing? He's stuck. Like, whether that was his mistake or not. Help him out. Help him out. Like, mm. come to the ball help because me. you're about to get a five-second call because you're all just standing there. Like, mm-hmm. somebody's got to come get it. And there, there were several times that that happened. So, that's my only other grievance. No, I think you summed it up very well. So, uh, one word to describe the entire game. Jacqueline? 
So I said tenacity, and I, I tweeted word. about this last night because mm-hmm. yesterday when I rewatched that game, I was like, man, I'm just – I mean, I know we took the L, and that sucks, and mm-hmm. I'm sure the guys are beating themselves up for that. But for me, that game was a dub. I mean, it really was. Like yeah. in the in the big picture grand scheme of things, that game was a win for me because coming back 24-point deficit – and playing their asses off and getting back in the game. And, I mean, yes, I wish we would have won it. Absolutely. And I'll say one thing. There there was a foul towards the end of the game that should not have been made. Mm. Um, however, and I've said this a million times, but I'm very passionate about it. <laughs> Any single mistake in that game could have been what made up to push us to a win. Yeah, It's not ever the very last mistake. The very last mistake is not what loses or wins a game mm-hmm. because it could have been any, any of the close shots that day day missed. It could have been any of the turnovers, any of the passes that Nona dropped a rebound. We didn't get any little thing. Like one of my high school coaches used to say, every little mistake adds up to one big pile of shit that you have at the end of the game. So it's not mm. like, I just, I don't subscribe to people talking about the one mistake at the end of the game because could have been anything else. Shouldn't have made that foul, but that's not. That's, that's not, not what lost it. No. So, yeah. and I'm literally not even going to name the player because I don't want him to be beating himself up. And so I hope that he's not because could have been any other mistake in the game. Honestly, it, it, that's such a, that's such a great point. And I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like a lot of people do kind of always harp on the final they moments do, of the game. Because that's the most glaring yeah. one because it's right at the end. Yeah. And that and, sucks, and but that's any- with the recency bias. And guess what? You have to remember primacy as well. There's shit, there's a lot of dog shit stuff that happened in the first half that also a caused, lot. you know, the game to unfold the way it did. Yeah, we came back and we clawed ourselves back. And I couldn't be more proud. And I hope those boys understand that. And if they went on to social media and they saw all the people, not only on Twitter, but on Facebook and on Instagram, who were so proud of the team. They weren't even saying, like, oh, I can't believe we lost. Like, boo, 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 disappointment, disappointment. They were pumped. They said, holy shit, what a game. Proud of us for that effort. Way to go. Can't wait to see you guys come back into the sawmill. Like, people were fucking pumped. I was so proud. Could not have been prouder. Could not have been prouder. Again, would we have loved the win? Sure. Absolutely. But what a great game. So my word, I just wrote one word, obviously all caps fight. We didn't give up. We didn't stop the fight. We didn't, even after that first half was just not great. um, We didn't stop fighting. There was no quit in this team. We had, we showed great um, resiliency and in the face of adversity and a very large deficit, uh, just came back swinging, axis swinging, and I again couldn't be more prouder for them. And I hope that they understand that that no matter what the score is on the scoreboard, that game could have been a whole different story. And you guys came back and showed what the lumberjack basketball name truly is, and that's a bunch of fucking fighters. And I'm very proud to say that I'm a lumberjack. So. Yeah, and like yeah. I mentioned in my tweet, also want to point this out here. Um, we don't even have enough healthy players on the team to scrimmage five on five during a practice. We literally can't even simulate a game situation in practice, period, dot, because we don't have enough healthy players. 
So just let that sink in for a minute. Like what she said. Yeah. That sucks. It makes it, it very hard. And these guys are still looking really good out there. Considering. Considering. Considering all the BS that yeah. they've had to deal with. Absolutely. Okay. So moving on. So tonight obviously is uh, Jacqueline's birthday game at the sawmill at 630. We are playing North American College, I believe, is, is the name of the school. Um, I don't exactly know. Yeah, I know nothing about them. And I think they're NAIA. I think they are too. So that just, again, helps us so much on the seating. Yay. Oh, God. Anyway, so uh, that'll be tonight at 630 in the sawmill. Obviously, make, you know, make sure if you can be there, please be there and support the Lumberjacks um, in, in the game. And if you can't, obviously watch it from afar. You can watch on ESPN+. Plus. Um, moving on, don't forget to drink Fredonia beer, specifically purple lights on game day and all the time to help support SFA athletics. Um, basically anytime you drink or buy Fredonia beer, specifically purple lights, uh, purple lights is the, uh, collaboration with us, Fredonia brewery and, uh, SFA athletics. So anytime you purchase a purple lights and drink it and enjoy it, you are helping athletics. So make sure that when you Come into game or come into SFA, come into Nacogdoches, you drink a Purple Lights for the um, athletic department. And then also make sure that if you're thinking of something to get for your loved one, that lumberjack in your life, family, friend, whoever it is, mama, daddy, sister, you know, uh, side hustle, chick broad, I don't know. Uh, make sure that if you are looking for those things that you consider buying a my plate. There are so many options when it comes to buying my plates. There's a three, one year, three year, five year term. Um, go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjack so you can get a $50 rebate. You can get a one year background only with for only $50. So it's just a Stephen F. Awesome way to support your lumberjacks. If you're a real fan, you have a my plate. Uh, those darn plain white or black Texas plates are boring. Get that beautiful purple plate on your car and be a proud lumberjack. Axum, baby. All right. So we got to go. We have things we got to go do. We have pre-birthday or not pre-birthday, pre-game birthday things we got to go and accomplish. I need to get dressed and get out of my Astro stuff. Um, we got drinks we got to drink and oh God. games we got to watch. I don't know if I could do more drinks. Games we got to watch. I'll, you I'll, have to. I'll, 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 I'll get one toast. Mm -hmm. I don't know if my tummy can handle any more <laughs> than that <laughs> considering my, my night last night. But anyway, so – Wonderful. I wish it was a better day for this. But anyway, I hope you guys have a warm and less rainy day um, where you're at and uh, bundle up because it's going to be cold as tits this week and especially going into Christmas weekend. Uh, we'll see you again one more time before Christmas. Uh, and I think that's it. So that hope you guys have a great day. Go Jacks. And as always, Axe and Jacks. With Alex and Jacks. Happy.